What's up? This is Cody. This is Mark. And this is Mike from Hinder, and you're listening to the Blues Hockey Podcast. Go Blues! Yay, yay! Ashley is traveling right now. She's in our Chicago. She said she'll be posting some videos uh, coming up, so just keep an eye out for those on the Facebook page and interact with her. So, uh, finally getting back after our preview. Yeah, we we got games to talk about today. We had an interview sandwiched in there. We did. Good job uh, on that. Thank you. So, that was uh, a... Please uh, check it out and give us feedback on our interview with uh, Kara Spencer, who was... uh, the older woman who is involved with the uh, Scott Trade funding in the uh, lawsuit. That's she it. was on KMOX the other night, too. Um, basically kind of reiterating the same thing that she said when you interviewed her. Um, you know, I, I listened to it, and I, I look, I understand the city's point of view, and I understand her point of view. And I get, man, that, you know, when we're talking about money for a stadium versus things like being able to pick up trash and and, you know, necessary things to legitimately keep the lights on in St. Louis, um, you have to prioritize. But at the same time, um, I think that this really is, and this is, again, my personal opinion, uh, this boils down to someone who I'm going to say is probably not a big sports fan. And she came. She came across as like she said she likes the Cardinals and stuff like well, that. Well, you, you can't. Know, you know live what I'm in saying? St. Louis and not like the Cardinals. Well, you know what I mean. I'm going to say, as a hockey fan, I'm don't think. So. I mean, I think she like in, like not a regular fan. Right. Casual, casual. And That's I, the way I think I kind of if it. this was something non-sports related, um, it probably wouldn't have as much heat on it. Um, but at the same time, you know. You can invest in certain things in the city, as you should, but I think that everyone needs to look at upgrading Scott Trade as not just something for the hockey team, but something for the city. Because that that venue is a revenue source for the city, be it through hockey or, you know, the Missouri Valley Tournament every year or concerts. I can tell you right now there's a lot of concerts – that don't come through Scott Trade mm-hmm. because the city even. they they just didn't have the ability to put on the show to their standard because of how antiquated Scott Trade was. Yeah. Um, and all you need to do to really see the difference between what Scott Trade was and what state of the art is, go to United Center, go to Sprint Center in Kansas City. Go to the American Airlines Arena in Dallas. Go to Staples Center. Go to Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden is older than be- the bejesus. And they put it like, what was it like a 500, it was over $500 million. Yeah, but did, I so. mean, look, I will tell you this. I think the concourses of Scott Trade are better than the concourses of Madison Square Garden. But when you get into the actual arena itself, mm-hmm. um, Aside from the 
architectural things. Like there are blind spots like there were in the old St. Louis arena. Um, but aside from the architectural things that you just can't fix, all of the electronics and sound and, and things that would need to be upgraded with, with new technology are always up to date. And that arena is fantastic. And because of that, it always has tours. And yes, I know we're talking about New York City Market 1 versus St. Louis, mm. which, if, depending whatever, on what you look yeah. at, is a top 20, top 25 market. <laughs> but the fact is, you have to invest and maintain when you have something like that. Yeah. that was so That's uh, my two cents. Yeah. So, I mean... Like I said, I appreciate her point of view on stuff, and I know and she's she made kinda, some very valid points. Yeah, and coming into the thing, it's obviously, I you know, I was very like pro, obviously pro fixing it up and mm. you know stuff. So I still am, and I think I think she is to a degree. I think it's just figuring out how to make it work. Well, I think what she wants is she she doesn't feel that the city should be financially on the line. Yeah, and I, I like I pointed out, I said like what case oh what Kansas City does it's a. It's a basically a joint venture where Correct. they basically there is a private. Uh, I want to say it's AEG. I'm not 100 percent sure behind could that. Could be. Um, uh, it could be AMC. Maybe it's AMC. It's one of the two. It's an A because AMC it. is headquartered in uh, Kansas City, and they've pumped a lot of money into that downtown. Yeah, so there is private money in it, but there is also, uh, uh, you know, Kansas City. Like her thing was a bigger tax base, and I, you know, I get some of that. Because the city is say, well, this is smaller, and then I think, and like she said, it's there's so many other little issues that could feed into it. Like yes. if, they, if like if the county did, uh, and I help agree, out, yeah, you no. know, one of the things that you mentioned and you just said was the tax base. And for, for those of you who may not have understood exactly what she meant by that, it's the fact that nobody lives in St. Louis City. Yeah. Everyone lives in St. Louis County. I live in St. Charles County. Yeah. Um, no one lives in. The city of St. Louis were opposed to places like Kansas City, even places like Detroit. People do live in Detroit. Um, but, dude, Detroit's bankrupt. That city is done because of the automobile industry, and they just built Little Caesars Arena. Yeah, which is uh, pretty nice from what I saw. Yeah, it looks beautiful. So, so there's ways to get it done. At the end of the day, what they're doing is what every city would do, and what the Blues are doing is what every owner would do. They're trying to be on the hook for as little amount of money as possible. Yeah, so eventually, hopefully before the uh, trial day comes up in December, um, you know, they get it. I just don't like, the thing is I don't like is, like, you guys voted on it and it passed. There was a, it was 15 to 12 was the vote. And then they're like the withholding of the check, and then, then bringing the lawsuit now. And it's right. like, I, I, that's why I try to point out to her, and, I didn't get it 100 percent of I wanted to. A little bit of I was nervous because honestly, and just uh, you know, she was putting a lot of information out there, so I was trying mm-hmm. to process as much as I could and just kind of like get my point across. And uh, you know, sometimes I felt like I couldn't get it in there, but uh, you know, she made valid points like we said. So she did, and you know, I I agree with her on some things. I disagree with her on others, but that's politics, man. Yeah, and that's way beyond what I can do. So. Let's get into what we do. Let's talk about hockey. So, yep. Blues finally start the season, and they start at the defending uh, back-to-back champions Stanley, uh, for the Stanley Cup, Pittsburgh Penguins, and they yes, get to ra- they raise the banner. The Blues didn't. We're not there during the raising the banner, which is fine. Uh, so, game started off okay, and then uh, Blues did not strike first off a goal that. Eh. 
I, I, I thought Allen didn't see it, honestly, so it's uh, – No, he didn't. Our defense, I can notice, is not a – we don't have, like, clearing out the front guy, which you really don't need anymore, honestly. But at the same time, I was like, I like the guy – if the guy's in front of your goal, get him out of the way. Yes. You know, like, that's my thing. You don't have to, like, rough him up and, like, throw him to the ground or something like that. Just give him a push and push him can see. So, Justin Schultz gets his first of the year from Crosby and Gutzel at the 637 mark. Like I said, it was a shot point that it hit a stick and fluttered. Yeah. And Allen just didn't move. He just – didn't see it. He didn't see it at all. So, uh, but luckily the Blues come back about a minute, almost two minutes later. Braden Shen gets his first as a Blue and first of the season from Gunnarsson and Schwartz. Uh, pretty much a tic tac toe play. Uh huh. And then uh, Schwartz. Reviewed. It was reviewed. It was hit off his skate, but the skate was turned. It, and the kicking motion was kind of after the puck already hit it. Yes. But I think it was more. He was kind of momentum. And that's what yeah, I think they kind of Yeah, it looked determined. like he was trying to stop and square himself. Yeah. And while he was doing that, the puck just happened to hit his skate and carry him in the net. Yeah. So, reviewed for a little bit, and then it went through. So, uh, Blues are tied here. And then, right before the end of the period, the Blues are on power play. And uh, good play on the wall from uh, Tage Tom. He did not get the assist here, which I thought he touched it, but I guess... I thought it, he did, too. Yeah, but he did not. Uh Battle against the boards. Got the puck loose to Colton Preco, who was right in the slot. Right in the slot by himself. The hard wrist shot low to the stick side. Perfect spot. Right above the pad, right below the blocker. Yep. And it's a hard shot, and he gets the goal. His first of the year, unassisted, though. Mm-hmm. So I guess they determined it went off a Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. player. So uh, good stuff there. So Blues get into the second period, and. I think playing pretty well for yeah you know, they're playing good yeah but uh, another point shot Oli Mata uh, gets his first year from uh, Rust and Malkin this is uh to me and I, I hate to do, like I think in my personal opinion I think it was all on Chris Thorburn here he did, yes he, you have to clear that puck he had two chances to clear a puck and he was they like, even said it on the NBC pot on the NBC broadcast like you have to clear that puck you have to he had it plenty of time to do it and just fanned on a shot and it stayed in his own for 15 20 seconds yep. and then he had a second and then he was actually in front of mata mm-hmm. for that uh shot which you know was far out so i mean obviously i think i think he was screened by i think it was a uh either rust or uh sheary was in the yeah. front i couldn't see who it was and mata gets so two goals in the defense so three of the first four goals on this game is from defensemen and that trend continued for the Becomes next Becomes a trend for the whole game. Yes. Alex Petrangelo gets his first of the year. What a great move, by the way. <laughs> toe drag. Nice toe drag on a, a three-on-two uh, from Saboka and Stastny. Um, goes glove side on uh, Matt Murray, mm-hmm. who's in net. And, uh, yeah, that was a pretty awesome move. And I was like, okay. It was a really good move for him. Yeah, exactly three minutes after a modest score. So the Blues have the lead going to the third period. And then you're like, okay, it's going to be a close game. And then – Good things happen is another tic-tac-toe type play. And Paul Stastny has the puck right in the slot. And I thought he was going to go uh, – he was right in the slot. And also his right. He did have a forward, which I believe is Gutzel was off to the right. But if you could – if he had Tarasenko, Tarasenko had a wide open net because Murray was coming out to cut the angle off. Yep. But Stastny shot it. And a pretty much shot. identical shot to Pareko's. What? Pareko's shot. Same exact spot. Yeah. Uh, probably not as maybe maybe as hard. I probably not, but I would say not. But yeah, Stasny gets his first from Saboka and Tarasenko's at the three thirty eight mark. Um, so Blues up four to two, and looking good, and looking and everything's looking good, and then then the penalties start. Mm. So Sidney Crosby gets his first of the year from Gutzel and Malkin after uh, 
Braden Shen decides. Well, to there was eat. a five on four power play. Yeah, the puck pops up. The puck pops up, and Braden Shen. I, I don't know if you're familiar with hockey. Uh, you cannot grab the puck and lob it like a grenade down to the other end of the ice. Yeah, that's not allowed. Yeah, <laughs> someone should have told him that. Yeah, the best part, the best thing was afterwards they asked him about it. He's like, "Yeah, I just kind of blacked out there for a second. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, hey, we it all happens. have those moments, um, but that was. I was pretty egregious there. Like I saw that, and I was like, "Oh boy!" I was watching it with a friend, uh, Mike. We were at a bar at Hot Shots, I believe, and out loud, I'm like, you "Can't do that!" Like really loud, yeah. and then a penalty. Yeah, nope, I said the same thing. You can't do that. It's on my couch, and I was like, "That's not legal." Yeah, so that is uh, <laughs> you can't do that. So the next one was uh, all right. They killed the rest of the five. Well, that was a right. At the so it was still a five on four after that because it's still yeah. a five on three. So they killed the rest of it off. You're like, "All right, killed it off. Let's we got do out good. of it. We gave up one, but we're still leading. Doing good." Pittsburgh gets the puck right back in the zone and tic-tac-toe, and Connor Shearer gets a goal. Yeah. Uh, Gunnarsson had a chance to actually hit his stick here. It did. And, uh, man, if, if it hit a little bit more of his stick, it barely snuck in the goal, too. It did, yeah. So Shearer gets his first from McKeg and Rust. And I'm not I'm not going to lie. When that happened, I was like, well, we're going to lose this one. Oh, I think that's most people thought. and Because there was a ton of pressure after that. The Blues yeah. are under fire for most of the uh, – rest of the regular uh regular regulation here because he was just Allen played pretty pretty decent i think he, he played saved. decent yeah i thought he had some saves he made some good saves and i think a couple i think a couple of the first goals like i said he didn't see right so i, I kind of let those go and the sheer and the excuse me the sydney crosby actually the sheer one too really didn't have a chance on it's the crosby one he definitely didn't have yeah because he was five on three and then um they couldn't clear they had three guys in front of the net compared to our one so it was really gonna be hard for him to get that puck out Overtime comes around and the Blues are back and forth, and have a Terra Single comes in has a really good chance and mm-hmm. then goes turns the other way and a near breakaway. Allen makes a really good save and then turns around and then Alex Petrangelo's leading the rush while it's basically a change, like yes. we're changing guys. Like it's basically him and Schwartz is jumping off the bench and hauling towards the uh, goalie. Does pretty much I would say ninety five percent the same move. Yeah, it's pretty much an identical goal. That he scored earlier. Toe drag goes glove side, hits the kind of wrist on the glove side of uh, Matt over. Murray and, f- and goes in. And the Blues win 5-4. to four. And it's Pietrangelo it. from Shen and Schwartz. And a crazy game to start of the year, but the Blues pull it out. And mind you, the Blues are super shorthanded here. They are out without Alexander Steen. Uh-huh. Robbie Fabry is out for the year. Correct. Bo Meester is still out for a while. Yep. Uh, I'm missing. So I know I'm missing somebody, right? Berglund's technically out. Yeah, thank you. That's what I was thinking. Berglund's out to December at least. So you're still your three. Your top nine is out, and mm-hmm. your one of your top pairing defensemen's out, and you beat the Stanley Cup uh, defending Stanley Cup champion. So good way to start the year. You know what? Anyway, the Blues seem to have really good luck against Pittsburgh. Yeah, there's a, they have one or two. They have either really good luck or they don't look good at all. It seems like it's one of the two. So, but they look good. So I'll take it. And then. Uh, the Blues come home, have a couple days off, and they face the Dallas Stars and the returning Ken Hitchcock. You mean everybody's picked to win the Stanley Cup, Dallas Stars? Yeah, everybody picked them to win the uh, Central. and Who the night before this game lost to who? The Golden Knights. Correct. Yeah. So the night before, they was their home opener to the Golden Knights, I believe 2-1. to one. Yes. Uh Ben Bishop was hurt during that game. He had a shocking. He had a, like we said in our preview, like he needs to stay healthy, and uh, didn't really happen. Uh, he had a apparently a cut or a contusion. Mm-hmm. So they had uh, apparently he would. 
there are reports saying he would be okay for this game or they might start. He didn't start. So they went with Anti Niemi. I bet they really regret that. Oh, uh, I would say the fact that Niemi gave up two goals in the last seven minutes of the game the night before to lose yeah. to Vegas. Yeah. Not a good sign. Not a good sign. So the Blues. It coming. pretty much stayed the same. Yeah. And the Blues coming here and they continue their trend with defensemen scoring goals. And the guy who scored none last year gets his first of the year. Carl Gunnarsson. And looked awesome doing it. Uh, Stasny from Stasny and Saboka at the 950 mark. Pretty much the Blues are kind of like playing okay here to start and not really get much pressure. Then this is the only pressure they really had. And Stasny shoots wide and Gunnarsson is following up the play and pretty much throws it and banks it off of Niemi into the goal. We'll take it. Um, you know, I thought Gunnarsson's playing okay, so I'll take it as long as he plays yeah, okay. Our, I don't think anyone on our defense has been playing poorly. Yeah. I've had some people, I had a couple of friends say they weren't a fan of Dunn, but I thought. I think Dunn's played fine. I think he's played a lot better as the season's gone yeah. on. So uh, we'll get to his play in a little bit later. Joel Edmondson gets his first year off like fantastic puck movement by the Blues. And a fake shot by Petrangelo here had everybody fooled. Yes. Everybody on Dallas and even Antti Niemi, who was way out. And Joel Edmondson pretty much had a wide open net, and he just buried it for his first of the year from Petrangelo and Schwartz. At the 11-14 mark. And it continued with Jaden Schwartz getting his first of the year from Yaskin and Shen off a pretty impressive pass from Dimitri Yaskin. Yes. Finding uh, Schwartz kind of streaking off to the left of Niemi. And Niemi was, thought Yaskin was going to shoot this and was down. And Shen, I mean, excuse me, Schwartz pretty much just went around him and buried it. That was a great goal. Yeah. It was a very mixed direction because... Um, Shen was going left to right, mm-hmm. passed it to Schwartz, who cut across the exact opposite direction. So you had Niemi following Shen, and then all of a sudden Schwartz comes in the other way, yeah. gets the puck, and wide open net. Yep, so it was a real nice play. So the Blues, 3 nothing after 1. And I believe at that point is when we got to see the all-too-familiar close-up shot on the bench of Ken Hitchcock Same. mouthing, F what the F. Yeah. With oh, it's nice to see that Rally Boobs is back behind the bench. This oh year. yeah, so yeah, we saw that for for all you uh, fans of the Rally Boobs was right behind uh, Ken Hitchcock. So second period, nothing happening. You know, just uh, back and forth pretty much. Uh, about two minutes and forty eight seconds in, John Klingberg gets his first year from Radulov and Shore. This is kind of you saw us coming as a power play, a lot of pressure, and Klingberg just. Gets a shot from the point and it goes through. That seems to be right now the at least a trend the first two games. A lot of shots from the point getting through. Yes. And mind you, Dallas is ratcheting it up right now. Like, I really thought Dallas had, when they scored this goal, they had the momentum. And I was really kind of worried, especially what happened in the first game uh, with Pittsburgh, where Pittsburgh got a goal and they got a, they came back and tied it. So yes. I'm like, you know, it's 3-1. to one, You never know. But luckily, we get a penalty. Uh, we get our power play and Vladimir Tarasenko – is Vladimir Tarasenko gets his first of the year from Petrangelo and Shen gets it off to the uh, left faceoff uh, dot and just rifles a shot past Niemi like a beautiful top corner wrist shot just smoked it yeah and it's one of the things where Niemi saw it and everything and it's just that good of a shot and I, I keep saying Niemi hundred percent wrong Kari Lettinen what they both had awful goalies. So, yeah, well, now like, one of them is not there. Yeah, but Niemi, Lettinen's yeah, still there. So Lettinen, God, I haven't seen Niemi for a long time. I meant. <sighs> Kari Lennon. So apologies there. They're interchangeable. That's I mean, last year they both are awful, so I mean it's easy to think that. So Mateus uh, Janmark gets his 
first of the year from Spezza and Richie at the 13-11 mark off kind of like a broken play. Uh, and it was just off, you know, off to the side of the net and Allen didn't get over in time. So 4-2 to two, Blues, and that's how it winds up finishing after a little bit of pressure by Dallas. So the Blues win their home opener. Good stuff. Uh, Blues 2-0 to start the season. Now they get the pleasure of doing a four-game road trip right off the bat. And so they get the uh, Columbus Day special. They get uh, a new game. afternoon game in the Islanders. So I know a lot of fans weren't super thrilled with that, but hey, you know, it is what it is. So first period, I thought that was kind of balanced both ways. The shots were even, you know, they were 9-9 apiece. The Blues have been getting up a lot of shots lately, and I don't know if that's, that's kind of like an early season figuring things out type thing, or if that's like the new system they're kind of playing a little more loose. But and they're trying to leave a little more trust on Jake Allen. Compared to the past, we always complained that we're so defensive orientated. I agree. And then now I'm sitting there complaining that they're too loose, you know, so phrasing. But, you know, like that, that, yeah, there has to be like a balance, I think. So uh, still working on that. So second period rolls around. Vladimir Tarasenko highlight, highlight real goal comes in on the, it was uh, pretty good. On the left wing. Does better to spin Rama and it does a wrist shot that's probably backhanded, hard, backhanded, backhanded wrist shot that probably harder than my regular wrist shot that I'm like trying my hardest yeah, on. Correct, mine too. And it can just and buries it between uh, uh, Thomas Grice's pads. So the Blues up one nothing. Then about six minutes later, at the fifteen thirty four mark, Tarasenko gets his uh, third of the year from Schwartz Petrangelo. Pretty much similar to the Dallas goal, just has it on the right faceoff dot their goal and just rifles it past. Thomas Grice. So, Blues up 2 nothing. I think playing pretty well at this point, and then doing well, doing good, and Andrew Ladd gets a goal off. And I think, and also this time, Jake Allen's playing really well this game. Like, you can tell he's, like, feeling it, making the good saves. Uh, What's he doing? Rebounds, he's feeling it? Feeling it. Oh, yeah. So, but he's doing real good and stuff. So, at the 13-04 mark, uh, fortunately, Andrew Ladd gets a goal. It's first of the year from Chimera and Nelson. Uh, just screened, and then that lad just kind of threw it in front and beat Allen, who didn't see it at all. And uh, so, unfortunately, you're like, oh, hopefully the Blues hold on, and you think they're going to do good, and literally the goalie's pulled. You're, hopefully things turn out good. Nope. And somebody just lets Anders Lee stand in front of the net with, like, five foot. Or, in because why not? Nobody paying attention to him. Like, I like Joel Edmondson. I thought he was playing pretty well, but I don't know what he was thinking on this play. He just didn't get him covered. And shot from the point from Hickey was saved. And then uh, Anders Lee just has a wide open at the bury the puck by Jake Allen to tie it at two with one minute left in the game. So uh, Lee from Hickey and Eberly at the 19-minute mark. So we go to overtime. Entertaining. Back and forth. Very much so. But nothing uh, happening here. So we go to the dreaded shootout. And uh, – which I, I believe the stat last year was the Blues only had three or four shootouts all year. Yeah, that's a crazy. It's nuts. Yeah, so and I remember not not going well. So I don't have the stat on that, but I don't remember them going well. So uh, Braden Chen comes in goal, nice nice uh, wrist shot, glove side on Grice. Uh, Eberly comes down and Jake Allen makes a save. Vladimir Tarasenko just doesn't give enough and just comes down with yeah. this thing and just rifles a shot. That is well said. Yeah, just. A bright above the it's pretty much the same spot as uh Shen went, but he's kinda had it uh Grice going the other way. Then Anthony Bolivier comes down and uh kind of mishandles the puck and uh 
trickles wide. Blues yep. win. Make it interesting. Like you said, these kinds of games when you play the Eastern Conference where the, you do give away the game and or a point, but you still get the two points, but you give one to them. They don't hurt as much because it's an hurt. Eastern it's Eastern yeah, Conference yeah. opponent. The only time you're going to face them is when you go to the Stanley Cup Finals. So you can let them have that extra point. So the Blues, 3-0. And they get to face our old friend, Kevin Shattenkirk. Never heard of him. <laughs> you're dead to us. But no, so um, – Blues play the Rangers uh, the next night. So, back-to-back, Carter Hutton gets his first uh, start of the year in this game. Are you surprised that they started Allen against the Islanders and Hutton against the Rangers? Because I kind of figured it would be the opposite. I believe uh, Allen does not have a good record against the Rangers. That's why. he he Fair. was That was the game last year that started the whole, let's let in every goal, that com- every shot that comes in. Oh, was it? Yes. That was the infamous five-goal game. That started everything last year. I didn't year. realize that that was it. Yep. I just remember thinking, you know, the Rangers are a more dangerous opponent. Wouldn't you want your number one guy for that? But that makes sense that that's the case. Yes, the Blues by the Rangers. And uh, believe it or not, Carl Gunnarsson. Again. Again, his second goal of the year from Schwartz. Uh, just another another good goal, man. I don't even know. Like, It's just amazing that he has two goals now. If you said... If you made a bet with me and said Carl Gunnarsson would have two goals in the first ten games, like I would have thrown out a hundred bucks. And said nope, easy money for me. Yeah, nope. Uh, unfortunately, that hold doesn't lead. That lead does not hold because Mika Jabinadad. I think I got that right. You did well done. Thank you. Uh, from Bushnevitz and Shattenkirk. God, I'm not sure if you got that second one right. Nah, we're gonna go with it. And uh, Shattenkirk was his third assist of the year, so a power play goal, and that was pretty much off a shot from Shattenkirk. It uh, was saved, went to Bushnevitz. I think sure. Right. We're going to go with it. And he backhands it to uh, Jabinadad, who was wide open. God, I'd hate for whoever does the New York games. I feel bad for them because that's a lot it of names. It is um, – oh, I, uh, damn it. The guy used to the Blues? My no. Thing? No. Uh, it's uh, Kenny Albert. Yeah, you're right. It's Kenny Albert. And he's – yeah, he's good. So. Yeah. So he, I'm sure he uh, does good there. So, Blues – uh, take the lead, though. Braden Chung gets his second of the year. Kind of similar to uh, what Gunnarsson did mm-hmm. on his first goal, the, not the game, of the year, where he, the puck was shot wide by Stastny when they were on the power play here. Shoots it just wide, uh, and Shen banks it off the right skate of uh, Lundquist, and it pops into the net. So we'll take it, and the Blues uh, up 2-1 to one after one. Second period, nothing's happening. Uh, I think it's... New York's putting out a lot of pressure here, and the Blues had a ton of shots against once again, man. Carter Hutton made a total of 32 saves this game, so that's something the Blues need to – Hutton of, played fantastic. Yeah, there was, a, there was a power play sequence in the third period. Yes. Where uh, he was laying down and then had a pop-up make a save, and the puck came out and he was searching yep. for it, and then he was laying down again, and it hit. It luckily hit him in the chest, and he just – good. That's what you need out of a backup goal. You need him to steal a game here and there. Mm-hmm. We'll take it. Provide a good – you know, pick you up when you're not playing well, and – that's what Hutton did. As much as uh, I've been a fan of Vili Huso whenever he gets up here, um, Hutton's doing fine. So I agree. So let Huso get some more starts down in San Antonio. Uh, we'll go from there. So, But Schwartz gets an empty netter to to finish things up at the 18-13 mark. His second of the year from Saboka, who has four assists already. Yeah. Petrangelo has four assists. Saboka's been getting top line duty so far. Mm-hmm. Not a fan of uh, – some people are not a fan of that. I think it's kind of a necessity to spread uh, things out. People think Schwartz, but I'm like, you got to spread it out because Schwartz and Shen have had really, really good chemistry so far. You can't put, like you said, you can't put all your guns on one line. Yeah. 
and you need someone who can score on the other lines. And not saying that Sabotka can't score, but I would rather have Schwartz as a scoring threat, as a primary scoring threat on the second line, than having to put all my eggs in the Vladimir Sabotka basket to fill the net. Uh, I think that that trio of Stasny, Tarasenko, and Saboka has been great. Now, look, when Steen comes back, Steen takes that spot. Yeah. And you see Saboka uh, probably go to line two or three. Yeah, so I would say either Steen go there or possibly move to the right wing on that second line with uh, Schwartz and Shen, possibly. Possibly. That's been both. But I've seen either one I'd be okay with. Just yeah, to absolutely. Shore, shore that up. And then. And look, and nowadays in the NHL, it's not about line one, second line, third line. It's, it's, your, it's your line ABC, and they're all ones. Yes. You really have three scoring lines and a checking line. Yeah. Um, so don't get too hung up on first line, second line, third line, because it truly doesn't matter the way it used to. Yeah. So we'll actually talk about a stat for the third and fourth lines after we finish our recaps here. So the Blues win this one 3-1, making them 4-0 for only the second time in franchise history. It's shocking. So – uh, we'll take it. So the make the never started off five and zero. Which they, when people start pumping that up, and then the thing online was like, "Oh, the Blues still have still on pace to go eighty two and zero." And I was like, uh. "At this point in the season, do you know who the last three undefeated teams are?" I think Vegas was one, correct? It was St. Louis, Vegas, Las Vegas, and the New Jersey Devils. Yeah, so you knew that all that wasn't going to stand for everybody because. Uh, I think Vegas, those Vegas, teams are not going to be good down the yeah. through the whole season. Yeah, Vegas finally lost. I think the other night. Yes, so. they lost to Detroit in over. No, not overtime. In the third. They had a lead going into the second and coughed it up in the third. Yep. So the Blues uh, go to Florida, and uh, apparently it was dressed like an empty seat night. Yes. Yeah. As so. it usually is. Yeah. Nobody there. It was the Mante Teo's girlfriend night. Yeah. It was nobody there. So nobody there. Uh, first period, this back and is like kind of feeling out, tight checking type period. Okay, we're good to go. Uh, Paul Stastny gets a his second of the year from Tarasenko and Petrangelo in the second period at the minute fourteen mark on the power play. So, I unfortunately was uh, this is right, I believe, during when we were doing the interview. So I missed most of this game. I missed uh, Stastny's goal and the tying goal. Take it back. I, I did not. I missed Stastny's goal. I was finishing up editing the. Uh, I was working on editing at the Got time. It. And then I turned the game on, and then all this happened in a matter of, like, five minutes. So I stopped, I turned it off. Uh, Ian Makoshin gets his first of the year from Brickley and Bukestad. Bukestad? Bukestad. At the 126 mark. So literally the Blues had to leave for 12 seconds. Yes. So that's great. Um, they were tied for another minute something. Yeah. And then after that, Vincent Trocek gets a shorthanded goal off – I don't know what everybody was thinking there. Pareko, Petrangelo, and I think it was Schwartz. Just everybody got confused on who's going to take the puck. And Trocheck just you know, a player who I really like, by the way, yeah, and just tore off and rifled it past uh, Jake Allen on the breakaway for his second of the year from uh, Colton Skevier, who eventually who did the little breaking up of the that, that like it was Schwartz, Pareko, and Petrangelo. He broke that up and sent uh, Trocheck in, and then about five minutes later. Jared McCann gets his second of the year from Verbata and Ekblad at 7.42 marks. The Blues, uh, that's a power play goal. Yep. So the Blues losing 3-1 three three to one one. at the end of the second. And I was like, eh, they don't look good this game. So I think I'm They just look gonna, flat. I think, I think I'm out for the rest of Because I was finishing things up. So I was like, eh, I think I'm out for the rest of the game. So I stuck with them through the second period and through the first few minutes of the third. 
Yeah. And then, unfortunately, Aaron Ekblad gets his first of the year from Huberdo and Barkov at the 316 mark. Then Nick Bustad gets his second of the year from McCann and Brickley. At I two doubt right after the Ekblad goal that made it 4-1. Yeah, so that's 14-02 mark, and that makes it 5-1. The only positive that comes out of this is Vince Dunn gets his first career NHL goal from Upshot Petrangelo. Basically comes down at the 1851 mark. He comes down uh, in the slot and just rifles a shot past Luongo. Yep. And uh, I think, that, and we'll talk about him real quick, I think he's a guy that is making a couple of rookie mistakes and stuff, which is going to happen because you got to let the kid play. But as games progressed, uh, we'll talk about the next game. I thought if he took the confidence from this game and the next game when they played at Tampa was probably his best game because they were changing up lines to get things going, and he was getting a couple shifts with Petrangelo. Yes. So that tells you something that you're getting. You know, yeah, with, I think that he's been more than capable. Yeah. He's going to definitely be a solid second pairing, at worst third pairing guy. I think, and not now, but I'm saying eventually, right? Yeah. Now, keep him on a third pair, keep his minutes a little sheltered a little bit. But he had a play, which we'll get into, in Tampa that will, I, I really think was almost like a veteran-type uh, defenseman move, which I thought, okay, he can't play pretty good defense, not just like an offensive He's been guy. good. I, look, I think all the kids have done good. I think Tage Thompson played well. He played well, and then right before the next game, we'll get into that news. Yeah. I think Thompson was playing well. Um, Vince Dunn was his first game, and then like Oscar Sundquist, is, he's been okay, I think. He's been fine. He's just been a, a solid like checking center. Yeah, I, think. I think that's what he's going to be. You know, that's fine. Um, I'm still not on the Dmitry Askin train yet. He's not. Yeah, but I think we know what we're going to get with him. Yeah. You know, these these younger kids, it, it's been a you know a quick maturation process because and, uh, they were thrown straight into the NHL. And I think for the most part, they've all done well. Yeah, Wade Megan got his first game in here. Yep. And I thought played for what he had was in fine. I like him on the fourth. I like the fourth line more of. Wade Megan at center, Brodziak on the right, and Upshaw on the left. I think it's a better checking line, in my opinion. Um, I know I have Thorburn in there, but I think, like, man, I was trying to – I try to be like he's a poor man's Ryan Reeves will be okay. No, nah, man, he ain't good. Like, he, Well, he's not as good as what we had. Yeah. And and, it's not, and the thing is, like, Reeves, I get it. Like, it's fine. But I'm like, you can easily rotate Megan in and take Brodziak on the right wing, and I think you'll still be okay. Yeah. That's more effective, in my opinion. But – the Blues go to Tampa next. Um, so, I thought the first period was another, like kind of tight checking, just not really. You know, this one's tight checking compared to excuse me, Florida was like kind of loose on the first period. Let me yes. go back on that one. This one was more tight checking. It's only nine to nine in shots. Uh, or no, fifteen to nine. Going the Blues ahead of the like advantage here. So you think like, okay, we're doing okay. This first goal, Jesus Christ, Wolf. man. Tyler Johnson was on a power play. Just put a shot in and just goes right underneath uh, Jake Allen's pad. Like, well, and you shot it between. It was just on the I left. I who it was on our defense. I don't know who was in on that time, but left. He was on the left faceoff circle. It wasn't like that. No, it wasn't. I mean, he used our defender as a screen. But yeah, I don't think. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, shot it between the defender's legs, and it just went uh, between Allen's legs as well. Stick on the ice, kids. Stick on the ice. Yep. And then the next, so the end of the second, Blues, I think, turn it on near the end of this period and playing like, I'm like, okay, got a little confidence going to the third. Let's see what happens. Unfortunately, this happened. Blues actually has some pressure here, and then uh, Nikita Kucherov comes down after a pass from Stankos and a very weak backhand, in my opinion, and Allen just not square. Not at all. I didn't I, I didn't think he was. He knew it, too. As soon as they went by him, he would, like, 
you know, hit the ice and he knew he should have had it. And he, after the game, I'll give him props at least that he said those shouldn't have went in. Unfortunately, that's yeah. the margin of error in this game, which we'll get into. But yeah. um, so that's Kucherov his fifth of the year. So he scored in every all of their games so far. Yes, he has from Stamkos and Namstakinov. Yeah, we'll go with that. The they sixth. also uh, fact in this game is uh, Tampa has got a power play goal in every game so far this year. The Blues had scored a power play game in every game going into this game. Yeah, unfortunately, it does not continue. Vladimir Tarasenko gets his fourth of the year from Schwartz and Shen. So Tarasenko has been scoring with scoring lately, which that happened last year, and that's when the Blues weren't good. Yeah. Uh, as much as uh, I like Tarasenko scoring, we got to have support. So Tarasenko gets his fourth of the year from Schwartz and Shen because they got all paired together near the end here to get something going. Mm-hmm. And it's at 1637 mark. The Blues got a power play near the end and pull the goalie. Six on four. And just – had their chances. Had chances. Just, they had some great shots. I think if they had another minute, I think they would have or they possibly, had, possibly had a goal because they were getting close near I the mean, end there. I mean, give it up to Vezhenevsky or Vezhenevsky. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he was great, and so, he made some timely saves in those last two minutes. Though I will uh, give myself props for one thing, though, is that I have Vezhenevsky on my fantasy team. And I was did you have him on the bench? No, I did not. So I legit I had him there, and I, I opened up my app just when the Blues were kind of, you know, so playing, I kind of looked at it and said, well, at least I get the shutout points. Nope. And then literally 30 seconds later, Tarasenko scores, which Vajlesi didn't even move, which no. is why you didn't realize it was just a quick release, and Vajlesi was still standing in the same goalie position just kind of looking around, and no one reacted, which was weird. Everybody just kind of slowed down, and all of a sudden there was everybody celebrating. And then even uh, John Kelly didn't say anything at the start. He's like, oh, and Tarasenko scores. And it's like, Okay. So I'll give myself props on that one that I at least contributed to the game. Well done. Yeah, not really, but, you know, in my mind at least. You threw the jinx. Yeah, I tried. So Blues 4-2 and two after 6, 2-2 uh, two and two on the road trip. Not awful. Um, I think, uh, you know, I think the Tampa game they could have really had. The Florida game was bound to happen in my opinion. <laughs> you always do for a stinker. So uh, they, got, they got the two from New York, you know, so they kind of let the lead up and won, but, you know, okay. So this week they got a couple days off finally. Um, we're recording on the 15th here. So they got the next three days off. Then they face Chicago on at Wednesday. home. Then they travel to Colorado, who's been surprising, and now Yakubov has three goals somehow. Yep. Uh, then they play for the first time ever uh, the Las Vegas Golden Knights, or Vegas Golden Knights, excuse me. Uh, Don't say Las Vegas. Yeah, I know. Just Vegas. Vegas Golden Knights on the 21st, and Chris can sport his Vegas jersey that night. Yes, I can. So then the Blues get more time off, and then we'll go into that uh, – Later, so a couple back to backs again. A lot of back to backs this month. They have three backs to backs this month. They have one in every week, which is crazy. So, do you play the Kings later on this month? We'll see how that goes. So, so far so good. Can't you can't complain? There's a couple games you like to have back, but you know I kind of see how they're trending right now. You hopefully that gets turned around. Yeah, I mean you know it's weird because you feel like you should be down on them right now because of the last two games. Especially after starting four and zero and beating the teams they beat, when you come out beating Pittsburgh and Dallas and the Rangers and the Islanders were only a point out of the playoffs last year. Um, those are four great teams, and then you drop two to a okay Florida team and a Tampa team who That's was crap that, last year, but, but they should be good. They're picked a lot, a lot of teams. Yeah, I think they, I picked by. They know, should be a decent team this yeah, year. Yeah, picked by the, the win the East and a lot of. Um, people, so we'll see. If you, if you had told me with all these injuries that six games in we'd be four and two and tied for the lead in the division, I would have said, "Okay, great, I'll take it." 
Yeah, and it looks like uh, everything is pointing in the right direction, which we didn't get into this for the Tampa game. We'll rewind a little bit here. Uh, Sammy Blay gets called up. Um, I thought Tate, he looked decent. I thought he looked good. He had a couple really good opportunities. Yep. Uh, he's got the speed, um, plays a two-way game. Um, he played on the top, uh, the second second line with Shen and Schwartz. And yeah. I think he had a couple of really good shots. Um, he looked really good. Uh, right now, uh, Tate Thompson gets sent down, and they said, which I, you know, I, I get the reasoning, and that's fine with me. Uh, they're they want Tate Thompson to be not a third or fourth line guy. Yes. And uh, speaking of the third and fourth line, so how many points does the third and fourth line have so far? Five. One. One. So right now the damage is getting done on the top two lines. So basically you just put in your top. I was thinking it was all defense. Defense has gotten a lot of points. So, But the, the third and fourth line of the Blues has not scored any points. And you need that to be chipped in to be good. You need them You need them chip it in, basically. A goal you here do. there. You, you need do. to have some scoring down there or you're not going to be a successful team, which imagine if the Blues for a Tampa game had some productivity out of the third line besides them just – Sun, that's a Sunquist. That's Payarvi, who got top line minutes somehow again because he's tr- trying anything to get to shake things up here. And right. Spoke got pushed down there, and uh, you know, like they just—it's at the end of the day, we have guys that are good. We don't have any guys that are great that you could put on those lines. Well and that, said, and that's the problem. You have guys that can fill in really nicely. We but, will as we get people back. Yeah, I think what I think literally the Fabry, Berglund, Steen, like. A bunch of people hate Berglund. I think, God, imagine having that stabilized. Agreed. Like, and get, look, that dude played great down the stretch in the playoffs. 23 goals last year. Yeah. So imagine you had somebody like that in the third line, like, can contribute here and there. If you got him get a goal out of nowhere last night, who knows? You know, or Fabry having that speed, to, then you can push people oh, down sucks. and stuff. So, like I said, I thought that after all the injuries this year, I thought this year, like, hey, Give it a go. Let's see how it goes. And then you're starting to transition where get done some experience, get Thompson experience, yes. get Blaze experience, and then uh, see how it goes from there. But yeah, I think Vince Dunn's playing really well. I think Sammy Blade played well last game. I thought Thompson's actually doing not bad. He's a minus three Agreed. with zero points so far, but I thought he was doing noticeable things at least. I noticed, yes. I noticed him, which is the main thing you want out of a rookie. Correct. So that's He fine. wasn't invisible on the ice, a.k.a. when you would bring up Ty Ratty. Yes. All Ty Ratty. And uh, – so I think not too bad. So I think, like you said, not bad. I think it's it great. Four to two. Look, we were we're tied for the division, I believe. Still, yeah, I'll get you that in a second. Unless Chicago bumped ahead of us by a point. Division. Um, even if we're not, we're at most, I think, a point or two behind. One, one, we're tied for second with uh, Colorado. All right, so Chicago jumped ahead by a point. Four one one. Yeah. Okay. So we're one point off the lead in the division. We've beaten. Dallas, we've beaten Pittsburgh, we've beaten the Rangers. Those are three great opponents, and we've done it essentially with one arm tied behind our back in regards to our usual forwards. I'll take that to start any season. Yeah, so I mean, you got to take what you can. So, yeah, like some teams, like let's see, Vegas is three and one. Like it's kind of reverse, and you know, like Edmonton's only one and three right now. Everybody's picked to win the Santa Cup, right. so I'm happy with four and two. Bank the points while you can. Absolutely, we'll go from there. Absolutely. So. All right, we'll uh, we'll kind of start to wrap it up there and make it a short one this week. So uh, if you want to get a hold of us on Twitter, it's at Blues Hockey NHL. Uh, Chris is at? At Hossapalooza. Uh, I believe Ashley is at Ashley Rains, uh, R-A-I-N-E-S. There we go. 
And uh, get a hold of us on Facebook. It's Blues Hockey Podcast on there. Or email us, blueshockeypodcast at gmail. And finally, on our website, blueshockeypodcast.net. So last order of business we have is our giveaway, which yep. we officially announced last, uh, our preview one. So you get to win some pretty sweet tickets that Chris is uh, – basically Chris's seats. Yep, they're my season tickets. So, uh, you know, really close to the ice. I think five rows off in the corner? Uh, row F. So. Yeah. So really nice seats. Uh, so the only thing you have to do just to get entered is go to Twitter. Yep. Go to Facebook. Uh, like, share, subscribe to our fo- podcast. And then also on Twitter – Retweet uh, and follow us. Mm-hmm. We're gonna put everybody in a, uh, a hat of whatnot of something, and Ashley will do a drawing. Uh, probably about two two and a half weeks before the actual game date, which is uh, December seventh. So we'll probably do it right before uh, Christmas or so. So and here's the thing: that'll be way after that. Um, if you guys, and that gets you one entry. If you want five additional entries, all you got to do is go to glassbankers.com, buy the Blues Pocky Podcast shirts, take a picture of yourself wearing it, post it on our page, and and tag us. Tag tag us, do whatever you can, make sure we see it. And here's the deal. That shirt is 10 bucks, 20 bucks? 20 bucks, yeah. 20 bucks? These tickets are more than $20 tickets. Yeah. You are six rows off the ice in the corner uh, where the Blues defend twice. So, for 20 bucks... You could win a couple hundred bucks worth of tickets. Yeah, I would say pretty close to it. So, yeah, pretty nice uh, seats there. So, yeah, we're going to keep uh, keep us open for as long as we can. So, probably through at least another month, I would say. Yeah. About midway. So, probably about midway through November, we'll start to close it up. So, we can start getting everybody's name in a hat and stuff and yep. doing all that stuff. So, yeah, but yeah, definitely if you want to get extra entries, that's the you only get one if you do the other one. You do five. I mean, I'm not a mathematician or anything, but if you have that's good odds. Yeah, if you have you have six instead of five or instead of one. Six is more than one. Yeah, that's usually how it works, from what I can, what I know. So, anyway, so do that. Uh, thanks for joining us, and we will talk to you guys. Next week. See you.